We find in the beginning of this week's parasha, um, an Avraham Avinu who's sitting here in the throes of pain on the third day after his Brit Milah. So much so, so much pain is Avraham in, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to uh, treat him to a very special treatment. He takes the sun out of its cover, whatever this means. He exposes the earth to a, uh, a unbridled sun in order to be able to heal Avraham Avinu. Like it says uh, later on in the time of Mashiach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take the sun out of its cover and for Tzadikim it will be the greatest pleasure and it will be healing. And for uh, people that are not worthy or not righteous, it will be something that is, uh, that is unfortunately not exactly felt in the same way. Now, this experience that Abraham is feeling, this healing that he's going through in this moment, is a special gift from God. But there's something very funny that happens while Hashem is providing this special uh, opportunity for Abraham to get better. Abraham notices in the hazy distance, he notices that there's three people. And these three people are not coming forward, uh, they're not moving back, they're standing where they are. And that's a funny thing to be doing. They are standing alav on him. Vayar and he sees. We said already that Avraham saw. Rashi points out that he lifted his eyes and he saw three men. But then they were standing there. Vayar and he saw. The word see in English means two things. Number one, when you say to someone you can see something, it means that you could visually uh, uh, experience that sight. But however, when someone explains something to you and you say, ah, I see. That means that you understand. Rashi says that Avraham understood something. What did he understand when all it says in between the first seeing and the second thing is that the people were standing there? There's a beautiful Midrash Yerushalmi that exp- explains that Avraham saw that these three people were standing. They weren't coming closer. They weren't moving away. The fact that they were standing in the heat of that day in this tremendous heat and not moving forward, not moving away, means that they don't want to leave, but that they also, they don't want to come forward to, to trouble him. So Abraham understood the nature of the situation. They didn't want to trouble him. So what does he do? Remember, what is Avraham healing from? A brit milah at the age of 99. Sammy was standing here just a minute ago telling us that because he has a micro tear in his uh, ligament, he doesn't want, he's not allowed to run for three weeks. That's what Sammy was just telling us. Abraham Avinu had brit milah. On the third day, the worst day of the healing. And what does it say? Vayarat Slikratam. He ran toward them. Why? Why is he running towards them? And the answer is, if you have to understand what Abraham is looking at his guests and interpreting their needs to mean. You know, sometimes as a, as a host, the important thing you need to do is make sure that someone is eating. Because they're hungry. The important thing as a host might be to make sure that the person sleeps well because he's very tired. So the need of the guest is to eat or to sleep. Abraham understood that the primary need of these guests was to feel that they were not a bother. Vayarat meant that Abraham ran toward them. And many people interpret this running of Abraham in maybe perhaps an incorrect fashion. They think that this part of the mitzvah is, as we learn in, Mas- in Pirkei Avot, we learn a lot about the halakha, about the, uh, excuse me, the preferable way to do a mitzvah of zirizut, which means to do something with speed, with alacrity, to do something quickly. So they think that this is the mitzvah of achnasat orchim, the welcoming in of people into your home, and Abraham was doing that quickly. And the answer is that that's not true. 
If someone is coming into your house and has the feeling that there's such a bother, that there's such a burden on you, and as soon as they can, they want to run away from your home, it's not that you've done the mitzvah quickly, you haven't done the mitzvah at all. Machnis oreach, the first thing in that berach, in the, in the uh, mitzvah of hachinasat orchim, which we know has three parts. Avraham plants eshel, a tree, roshet tevot, achila, eating, shena, sleeping, and levaya, and escorting the person when they're finished. So these three things, which are components of hachnasat orchim, people think that that's the mitzvah. But first and foremost, before any of those happen, the first thing that has to happen is lachnis hachnasat orchim, bringing the person in, bringing them close. When the person feels like there's a closeness with you and to you, then the feeling that with which they eat the food and, and drink your drink and sleep in your house and get the levaya comes from a very different space. Rabotai, more than anything else, I think what this uh, um, portion is talking about is an idea that's expressed as Rahmana libabai. The Torah asks of us that we do the mitzvot with our heart. Not that we do the mitzvot with our mouth or with our hands or with our legs, but we do the mitzvot with our heart. Abraham noticed what was going on and even though it was terrible pain to him, his pain paled for him in the presence of someone else's pain of someone else's discomfort, and he brought them into his home. We read the follow-up, and it's unbelievable. Abraham snaps into action. He's now a general. He tells Ishmael, go get this. He goes to Sarah, and he asks her to prepare the, you know, the, the ugot, the, var- the various baked goods that she would do. And he's running to the tent. And Abraham is not satisfied with uh, being the conductor over here. About telling Ishmael and telling his wife, you know, you do this, you prepare this. A lot of times, us men, uh, unfortunately, what we do is we welcome people, we tell them, come, welcome for Friday night. Who are we welcoming on? Whose behalf? Well, how much cooking did you do? You know, Hazaku Baruch, you're telling your wife to prepare for five more people. Very well done. Ve'el bakar ratz Avraham. And Avraham, he ran to the bakar to go and do what Rabbi Friedman was talking earlier about the halachot of, of, uh, of Shechita. And it's not just to do the mitzvah of Shechita. You know, sometimes people, when they do the mitzvah of preparing for somebody else, they're thinking of the mitzvah, but they're not thinking of the person. So he's going to do the shechita because it's kosher. He doesn't want to feed the guy non-kosher. He doesn't want to make that the guy should eat kosher on his behalf. It's not an obsession with a spiritual relationship only with God. But look at the next words. Vayikach ben bakar rach vatov. It was soft and it was a good one. It was one that had a well-marbled steak. He wants to make sure that they're eating tongue and chardal and all different wonderful delicacies. He's giving them, giving them every single thing that he could possibly do to, give, to make the experience of Achnasat Orchim the best that it can be. Rabotai, the amazing thing is that at the end of this whole story, who were the people in the story? They were malachim, they were angels. They weren't even appreciating this. And I think this is a tremendous lesson that the Torah is doing. Why are you teaching me a lesson of Achnasat Orchim by someone who actually didn't enjoy it at all? And I think that's specifically the point. Sometimes you have someone in your house and nothing you do is good enough. Sometimes those people are related to you. Okay? <laughs> and in those cases you feel like I expended all this effort. And you know what? The guy was vegan. He didn't eat anything. He came to my house and he ate the rice. 
You know what I mean? That's uh, all he had. And I feel like, you know, I worked for nothing. I did nothing. I did all this effort. And what was it worth? But I think that's why the Torah says, you know what? It's not your job to eat the food. It's not your job. It's your job to prepare the bed. If the guy's an insomniac, that's his problem. You did, you did your best. You showed. You, uh, you extended your hand. You extended your heart. You extended your home. And through that process, um, you achieved. You allowed someone to be able to feel welcome with you. What a beautiful mitzvah that is. To be able to make someone feel comfortable. Make someone feel at home in your home. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom.